The first run back of the 1v1 series could not have been anyone more perfect. I don't even need to get into it. We have Aklo here. What's up, Aklo? Hey, how's it going? Um, obviously, you already know what's going on. Summer campaigning and all that. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely a whole process. Yeah, I mean, shit. Let's let's just get into it. So we're recording this on the second. Um, it's been one of the craziest summits I've ever seen, and you're still in it, man. This is far from over. Even though you're uh, you're looking pretty red last time I checked, how do you feel right now? You know what? I feel like, like I want to see it through, like no matter what, because I know a lot of people put their time and money into me, and like I, as much as like as rough as it looks, I don't want to let those people down. Like they put money into me, you know, I can't just let that go to waste, you know. Yeah. Shit. Uh, well, they're doing it because they support you. Um, I said this before we went on mic, but the support you're getting doesn't just it's not a binary good or bad like fail win fail you know what i mean coming close yeah. and, and doing well in campaigning um that's how bobby big balls got in he made a huge splash missed and then came back and got it right so yeah i think it took him either two or three times yeah yeah so i mean shit let, let, i want to get into it around everything around summit especially the campaign but mostly the past like year <laughs> what we we recorded last year and you were kind of starting to get some wins and starting to really pick up yeah it's been a lot um what what's what stood out to you since uh i guess the rollback era really started as being like the the biggest moments for you at least um well definitely recently um i got third at gommel yeah that, that was a huge deal um I think I got fourth at Galint. Um, there there were a lot of like, uh, I, like honestly, it's just like I was starting to be kind of a, a shoe in for top eights and all the online majors. Like, if if someone beat me and I didn't make top eight, that'd be considered an upset. And like that, just a year ago, literally people didn't know who I was. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. we we could probably pick out ten performances that if you isolate it it'd be like wow breakout you know especially from someone to my knowledge you've never made top 100 right <laughs> yeah right i've never been ranked on the the melee melee army rankings so hilarious but it's also um i think ben is in the same boat uh jay mook's in the same boat i think you in particular have gotten the strongest results but i'm really curious about how how you feel you fit into kind of this new era, right? I think when you're in it and it's going to be hard to, it's hard to really pinpoint it for anyone, especially literally you, you know? Um, <laughs> but when you take a step back and you think like what's been going on, new players that have never made this, the top 100 are firmly top 20 in the this era. Um, where do you fit into that? Do you think? Like where would I rank myself or not? No, not numerically, but at, you know, I guess, you know, it's a <laughs> unprecedented times. Uh, it's so lame to say, but it's true. <laughs> um, 
And for the game, it's almost like we've seen some of our lowest and some of our brightest, like back to back. Um, you're doing all these, you're playing in all these tournaments and, and getting tremendous results. Um, do you feel like in part of the melee history, you're making a mark, or how how do you feel like you you tie into the game at large and the overall story? Yeah, so I feel like right now I'm definitely like a crucial part of the rollback era. Like when people think rollback, I feel like there's a lot of players that come to mind, like Ben, Kodorin, Bobby, Ginger, and myself. I feel like I'm an integral part of the rollback era, and I think back to what you were saying before, like about why this is happening. I think the rollback era just given me an opportunity to grind so yeah so actually i want to stick on that that's that's um that sticks out to me because my first instinct i thought you were going to say gives me an opportunity to shine gives you an opportunity to enter and get the results mm. but when you said it's grind, public, really yeah sure but it's interesting that your mind first went to grind and and the improvement um yeah so what's the impact there? Obviously it's profound, but how do you feel about your improvement since rollback came out? Oh yeah. Like I'd say the online era is pretty much like the entire reason that I got this good. Um, even before the online era though, I can't say that like it's entirely the reason, but, um, cause even before the online era, when the hacks nightclub was starting, um, I was grinding for that and I was seeing results there. It's just like, I think what it really came down to was attending tournaments consistently, and the online era allowed that to happen multiple times a week. Yeah, yeah, and and you could fit it in whenever you can, and you could always find a good player and for that character that you're trying to grind. Which exactly, filling those gaps, I think, is probably the biggest thing that sticks out to me as like huge, insane difference is like. You want to grind a Pikachu, you have two really good ones in your connectivity range. And... Yeah, it's just like, choose, choose which one you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, that's incredible. I mean, have you have you done a lot of matchup-specific stuff? Um, Only really with Falco. But um, that helped a lot because before uh, rollback and all that, I would literally lose to Falco. Like, that would be most of my tournament losses. Okay. So doing that, doing that was a huge deal. Makes sense. Yeah, those Long Island Falcos, man. Yeah, <laughs> they do some yeah. weird shit. They all, they're all different. They all like. They are. <laughs> they all bring their own dumbass. It's like a cheese platter. It's like you don't know until you take a bite. And you're like, fuck, I'm down a game and two stocks already, and the stupid. Yeah, I, I hear that, man. They're good, but they're <laughs> frustrating. Um, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And um, you've never struck me as a player that's like had big weaknesses if that makes sense you've always seemed like you lose when you get outplayed um and i think that ties into your play style which is as a fox main i am very much ready to geek out about fox uh if you are i mean shit indulge me for a second here um you how do you feel let, let me just ask you though so you talked about improvement in terms of changing your gameplay or evolving do you do you see big trends and kind of kind of more seismic adjustments to your game plan to your gameplay your overall strategy or do you think it's just refinement and 
getting a lot of reps in and good practice in over time? I think at first it was refinement, but um, I think within the past like half year, it's definitely just been um seeing new things about the game. And it's like, this is kind of hard to explain, but like for me, I can't like improve until something like I see a situation and it clicks for me. I'm just like, oh wait, I shouldn't be doing that. You know, it's mm -hmm. kind of like I have an epiphany, like, um, like, this is a really simple example, but, like, a big problem I was having against Falco was, like, um, I was getting gimped too much. And I know this sounds like an easy solution. My brother's just like, you got to maintain the center. He, he, my brother knows the game really well. He always, like, tells me what I'm doing wrong. And he's like, well, you're not maintaining center. You're running through the ledge. You're getting cornered. Then you're getting hit off stage. Then you're dying. So then I tried doing what he's saying. I can't understand if he's right until i do it and it works for myself so i tried doing that and then i started winning against falcos and um it's stuff like that where like i'm i'm seeing new situations that i never thought of before and that's why i'm improving it makes a lot of sense i mean <laughs> i i don't need to be the one to uh to follow up and be like yeah of course it's this game's really difficult and you're we are all new to it compared to what it deserves, which is 30 years of study and practice to, to master. Right. So it's, it's yeah. wild to hear um, a player at your level make such seemingly simple observations still um, that, you know, you say it and it makes sense. And I think what you're talking about those internalizing these concepts and not just exactly not just accepting it like oh my brother said it therefore that's my game plan now which i'm sure you did when you were literally five but <laughs> you know it's it's cool to hear you talk about that um i'm sure the online era gives you the opportunity to again sit down with that falco and be like all right let me play a lot where my yep. biggest the, the biggest thing on my mind is holding center stage i, I feel like i'm kind of close to what your mindset is there Exactly, yeah. That's pretty accurate. And right. it's like, you don't have to travel all the way to a tournament to try it out and then lose. And then, you know, you can just try it at your house in your bedroom, so. Yeah. How do you feel you're going to... How, how do you think it's going to feel returning to IRL tournaments and still being expected to perform at that level or expecting it from yourself, I'd assume? Uh, I think it's going to be great. Like, I think I'm excited for it. I think people um, should uh, expect to see me do just as well as I'm doing online. I will say, though, um, I did go to my locals um, this week and two weeks ago. And definitely the tournament environment being loud and everyone shouting, it was a little distracting. So it's not quiet like it is in your room, you know? Yeah, do you know, I think what you should do is move your setup to a closet and put dirty clothes in there and have someone open and close it randomly throughout your sets. Uh, turn the electricity off every three months during one of your important sets. Just like keep keep grinding that in in real life tournament. <laughs> I mean, my room is already like really hot. That's that's a good enough uh, good enough simulation for <laughs> tournament venues. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll call you during a set. Every time you play now, I'll get your direct line. I'll just, <laughs> I'll call your home line. Uh, yeah, I mean, shit. I, 
I'm obviously looking forward to the next major, the next regional. Um, competing in it is going to be a different beast. And yeah, I, I think, um, do you think you'll have an advantage, a, a particular advantage against players who've never entered IRL? Because you've been competing for a very long time. You're not necessarily like, a, a, what do they call them? A slippy tadpole. You, <laughs> you've been at it and then you just kind of carried momentum very well into this new era. Um, how do you feel about players that didn't have as much experience prior? Yeah, honestly, that's a good point that I actually never thought of. I probably do have a slight edge on them, um, just because, like, I know how the tournament routine works. Like, I know, like, what I need personally. Like, I need to eat right before the bracket. I need to always take, like, some Advil, because you get headaches in the tournaments. It lasts a long time. Um, make sure to stay hydrated. Like, stuff like that. I know it sounds simple, but, like, I know when to do it, what works for me, so... Yo, I've been thinking about bringing into the scene a branded fanny pack, like an unironic fanny pack with all the essentials you'll need. There'll be hand warmers. There's a little hand towel, um, the chalk that uh, that oh, I know. yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, a little water bottle, a shot of vodka, even if you need to loosen up. Uh, I swear to God, I think that the players that act the most like 45 year old mothers uh are gonna perform the best if you're prepared for anything i think uh <laughs> i think you'll be set <laughs> it's really funny but yeah you're on you're you're onto something there um it's a it's just a different skill having to go to a tournament you're there for three days you're coming off of travel um there's just all these new things that enter your brain that aren't there even if it's all settled even if like you had to take two minutes to talk to the hotel um, concierge or you have to go up to your room and you have to like someone asked if they could stay in your room and you just say no to them. Like those little tiny things mess up our mental game. And that's kind of what yeah. I want to talk to you now, because I think everyone knows you as incredibly technical. You're pretty much um, frontiering the JC shine meta uh, in my, in my eyes. Um, and I'm trying to steal a lot from you on that front. And you also are very, very clearly a mentality-based player where you are, um, you're thinking about like how your body intakes nutrients and shit. You're, you're thinking about <laughs> sleep um, and you're thinking and you, you internalize concepts through play. Um, I'm curious how you study the game. Um, do you watch VODs? Do you get coaching? What, what's that like for you? I actually don't watch VODs. It's definitely something I should do. Um, but, like, there are times where, like, when I'm watching, um, like, other people play, like, live on Twitch or something like that, like a tournament, I'll I'll see, like, I might, I might steal a thing or two. Um, as for coaching, like I said, like, when my brother watches my tournament sets, he can instantly give me, like, a breakdown as soon as the match is over. So that helps a lot. And do you feel like, I mean, I hope this doesn't sound like a leading, leading question. This is all just what I'm perceiving and all that. But do you think that that is a big weakness for you? Or do you, do you think that your progress is still improving at a rate where until perhaps you plateau or if something drastic changes to your trajectory that 
you're okay just sticking to what's working for you now. Um, are you saying, are you asking if not watching VODs is a weakness? Yeah, do you think that's something that you need to work on, or are you happy with your, your process as it is? Yeah, honestly, I, look, I am kind of content, but I shouldn't be, you know? Like, if I want to beat players who are just a little bit, like, barely beating me, I think I should definitely be watching VODs. I, it's all comes down to discipline, and I really need to, like, work on time management and discipline. Well, yeah, I mean, shit. How how old are you again? Twenty. That's insanely young. Um, to to be, not to be a player, not in the context of melee, right? You're you're actually right in the median now. Good for you. Um, That's crazy. I I remember like my first tournament ever. I was twelve, and I, I was like, holy shit, this guy's so young. And like now I'm twenty, and it's like, oh, yeah, he's twenty. <laughs> You've made it, and to, it feel... to the average. Good for you. Feels like feels like not that long ago. It really wasn't. Uh, but time management and these kind of, I guess, adulting type concepts kill me for saying that word. But uh, these are things that take a lot of time for literally anyone. Yeah. And what's really interesting to me is uh, players like yourself who started quite young. I actually talked to LSD recently. He also started um, around the same age that you did different time i think he's a little older but regardless um there's something about going through that stage of your life at this caliber of anything and through melee it's almost like a unique thing as well it's you are becoming and currently are a top player and you're still so young in your life and and so many like skills that are still developing i'm 26 and i feel insanely young and like i feel the Pretty, same yeah. same way about melee being like a pathway for me to figure my shit out how do you think that influenced you starting at 12 up through yeah. the current times honestly like maybe this sounds like weird but like a part of me feels like oh i've been doing this like my first tournament was when i was 12 like i was literally like um playing since i was two years old melee like, I, I know I talked to you about this last time, but, like, I was wave dashing literally before I could read. <laughs> we talked about that in the last uh, podcast. But, um, like, that kind of, like, motivates me. It's like, oh, I, I was, like, meant to do this almost. And it feels like, it feels like I know I can do this. Like, I've been doing this. I've been improving. Like, and yeah, just like I said, it, it almost feels like I was meant to do it. Wow. Yeah, shit. In a way you were do you think that do you think that there are things that you would like to do outside of melee that maybe um are kind of tickling you obviously you you are um succeeding and, and putting a lot of time into this game and it's such a amazing creative outlet competitive outlet it offers so much for me i felt like there was always a little tickle of there's that other thing do that other challenging thing another hobby another whatever um do you have any other kind of hobbies or passions that you pursue outside of melee yeah um so oh you probably already know this i wouldn't call this like a hobby but like um i i'm in school full-time i'm a pre-med student um yep that's and other things not quite a hobby <laughs> yeah, it's not a, not a hobby. 
Um, I like to go kickboxing with my brother um, a couple times a week, just for fun and stuff like that. Um, I used to play a lot of um, violin. I used to be pretty good at that, but I haven't actually played like I played once a few months ago, but that was the first time in like two years. But I was actually like surprisingly like still pretty good. Um, and then other things. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, maybe this isn't this is a hobby for some people, but like, I definitely want to work out. <laughs> so yeah, just like small things. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, shit, working out. Uh, is the uh. I, whenever I think of a Smash player working out, I think there's this. It's spearheaded by Reeve, obviously super in shape guy. Yeah, yeah, but he's jacked. <laughs> but I think I saw a tournament. Either I don't know if he tos it or if, or if he's just a, a top player there. But it was a picture of all the other guys in that scene, just like a shirtless pick, and they're all like flexing, and they're all in really good shape. And I'm like, dude, I hope this. I hope this spreads. Uh, it would be so dope to show up to majors and have not just motivation to get better at the game and grind the game, but to like someone be like, yo, you better fucking PR your bench this weekend. I'm like, all right, bro. You know, like <laughs> get that kind of side of it too. Um, yeah. Imagine if like uh, the male community was known for just being like jacked. Just, just hella jacked at all. It would make us <laughs> smell way worse, but it's worth it. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, man, what a meme. I could joke about it because I'm in the melee community. You can't yeah, of course, me too. outside it. Of course, you, you play better when you don't share. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that, dude. You gotta yeah. keep. Yeah, you need your oils to build up. Yeah, uh, on your fingers. <laughs> That's gross. Um, so, <laughs> we do have that other segment coming up, um, and so we have we have a few more minutes before that. There's some insanely sick questions there um, that I'm really ready to to hear your take on. But, I mean. We're thinking about Summit. We're thinking about the big one, which is also because of Summit. It's a, a qualifier spot. Um, so final question on that front. Do you think you can qualify? 100%. It's going to be really hard, but there's literally no one in the bracket so far that I ha don't have a chance at beating. Like, um, I was looking at the bracket yesterday. I think the highest, like, or I guess toughest opponent would be like Wizrobe. I played Wizrobe one time, and it was literally last hit game five. I did lose, but it was close. And then everyone else also either last hit or I beat them. I am worried about like um, people who are already in Summit because they're allowed to play, and that kind of concerns me because they don't have a chance at qualifying because they're already qualified, and but they do have the chance to mess someone up in bracket. So. If IBDW, Zane, or Mango, or SVAD, or Moki enters, then yeah, I'm a little worried. <laughs> now, you don't you don't have to comment on this, but this really made me think. Uh, do you think anyone would throw to their homie? I don't know if they would throw, but I could potentially see people forfeiting and being like, oh, I'm DQing. Straight up forfeiting? That's even worse than throwing. Throwing, you at least pretend to try. Wow, forfeiting. Oh, that would be so, oh, I'd be so tight if someone forfeited. Because like I feel like all right, so I feel like throwing throwing is rigging the bracket, but like forfeiting is just being like I can't do this. That's the way I see it. Forfeiting but maybe I'm wrong. Bracket. Hey. Sorry about that. Do you think that forfeiting is better than throwing? 
I don't know. To be honest, I don't think either should happen. I don't want either to happen because, like, then are you really qualifying? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I do think forfeiting is better than throwing because that would just, if you threw, that would ruin the integrity of the match. And I think that's why I see forfeiting is better than throwing. I mean, forfeiting while you're in the middle of bracket, though? I mean, people do that all the time to be like, oh, I'm DQing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I'll play this clip if it happens, and everyone will know your hot take. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta make sure IBDW doesn't, doesn't forfeit before your match or some shit. I will be, I will throw you under the bus. Mark my words right now. I'm not asking anyone to forfeit. Like, I want to play. I want to play. I don't want anyone to throw or forfeit. Oh man, yeah, that won't happen. I think everyone's got the integrity of like, hey bro, you want this spot, you better earn it. Maybe at least not to my knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> they might be like, yo, maybe my subconscious will, will want it for you. It'll be a John later. I'll say, uh, I think I, I secretly wanted him to beat me. So don't count it on the PR. But anyway, bro, you I don't think you need any help. Uh I'll be pulling Thanks, for you, of thanks. course. I'll be I'll be counting. I'll have a clicker and count the JC shines. Um <laughs> And I, I don't know, man, I, I'm excited to, to see you versus these Marths. Actually, I, uh, final question. I, I'm not done geeking out about Fox, but how do you beat Marth, bro? Just give me the, give me the inside scoop. What do you, what I'll do tell I you right now? I actually think that I'm one of the best against Marth nowadays. I agree. So I think that, and this is going to sound like it's such an aglo answer, but, um, I think playing evasive against Marth and abusing the fact that Fox is faster than Marth is the key to beating Marth. And I know that sounds simple. I keep saying that that it sounds simple, but it actually is simple. <laughs> like, um, I think too many people would be like, "Oh, Fox can't approach Marth," and but you don't exactly have to. You just kind of have to use your movement to kind of abuse, like abuse it, almost make Marth approach you. Obviously, you can't let him corner you. That's bad, then you'll die. Um, and it's definitely hard on stages without a top platform, but uh, yeah, like I think people also complain like the punish game isn't as so good on Marth with Fox. First of all, I don't think that's exactly true. I think Mark Fox has got some good combos on Marth, but maybe a low percent that is a little bit true. But I'm saying like you don't need a super strong punish at low percent just because you can probably beat Marth in neutral. I mean that I'm happy to hear that I, I'm a pretty evasive player, that's like my go-to anyway. So you're saying mm -hmm. like forcing these overshoot like shine drills or trying to call out dashbacks, is not like, is not the 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 secret key. The key is to abuse movement. Exactly. Yeah. Because I used to do the same thing. Like, oh, Marth. That means I have to overshoot, 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 and. It's good once in a while, but like nowadays, the Marths, they've caught on to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's 2021 now, so. Shit. All right. That was pretty concise. I'm happy with that. Um, we're about to hop into our questions, but we're going to take a quick little break and uh, we'll be right back. Sounds good. 1v1 listeners, my apologies, but my quality is not as good for this next segment. Aklo is fine, though. We're back with Aklo. We're going to meet the player that we kind of met if you watch the 1v1. But this is getting cut for the 
non one v one shit anyway. So who cares? Uh, are you ready for these questions? You got a, a, a little brief overview, but we're gonna dive in. Yeah, I'm ready. This is gonna be exciting. Gonna be fun. Yes, it will. All right. First question. What is the biggest misconception you've heard about yourself? All right. So the biggest misconception I've heard about myself is that I'm an asshole. I'm a mean person. I think it's really funny um, and almost kind of sad when uh, so many people like judge my character based on the way I play, having never come into my stream or even talked to me at all. Um, and like, I'm not trying to be like, um, well, I'll just say like people who do know me literally say that I'm probably like the nicest person that they've met. <laughs> so it's really ironic. Yeah. Uh... Perfect. <laughs> Next question. Why did you become better than other players who started at the same time as yourself? I got better because um, a few reasons. I've been playing this game my whole life, so I already had all the knowledge about the game. I just needed to know how to use it. And then another thing is I have my brother who sees the game. He's like that guy. How does he see the game so differently? <laughs> um he he always like can give me a breakdown and um uh, i'm sorry can you can you hear that okay i'm sorry i'm sorry um and then another thing is yeah since i had the knowledge already like it's when i started going to tournaments consistently then i could kind of like i just started learning i mean improving rapidly because i already knew everything about the game. I just need to know how to implement it. Great. Let's keep it rolling. What was your most difficult plateau to work through in order to improve? So this is my most difficult plateau was, I guess, attending tournaments. Because to be honest, I never really hit like a wall in Melee. I honestly think I've been improving rapidly and consistently. Like I never stopped improving. Um, I think my most difficult plateau was just getting to tournaments in the first place. <laughs> I, you know, it was. Um, I've never been to a major, mostly due to financial reasons and me being too young. So, as soon as I graduated high school, got my license. Um, I was going to tournaments consistently. So. And that's when I saw the most improvement. Adds that up. was about, that was the end of, tw that was 2019. Yeah. So, so recent. Oh my God. Uh, sweet. Next question. Besides seeing friends, what are you most excited for with the return of offline tournaments? I want to go to a major. Oh, sorry. Sorry. With offline tournaments, I'm most excited for going to a major. Uh, I've literally never been to a major. And I hear it's the most fun thing. Like, people literally talk about me just be like, oh, yeah, like, Gommel 2019, not 2019, but, um, yeah, they'll be like, Gommel, oh, yeah, that was the highlight of my year. Or, like, Big House, yeah, I, I, Big House is the best thing ever. Like, I've literally never been to one. And I think I could even, like, maybe place top eight at one. <laughs> and, I don't know, it just sounds so fun. That's so wholesome, dude. Yeah, your first major is gonna be a blast. It'll be a, it'll be an experience for sure. Yeah. This next question is so easy. Who was your biggest mentor in melee, and why? 
Uh, my biggest mentor was Foxy Grandpa, obviously, because he's my older older brother. All of my my three older brothers have been my mentors in melee, but I say the biggest one is Foxy Grandpa because he still plays melee. Uh, he's still insanely good at melee. Like I said, he's basically my coach too. And yeah, obviously, who knows you better than your brother, right? Yeah, uh, I was not worried about that question. <laughs> uh, let's keep it rolling. Which other Fox main has the most potential? Um, I'd say the Fox player with the most potential is... I could see Zamu has a lot of potential. Um, he definitely, like... I I've watched his stream sometimes when he plays. And, like, he... As soon as he gets, like makes a mistake he notices the mistake and he'll be like yep yep that, that happened that happens and another player i think people have kind of already the fox player with the most potential as well is soon say um i think people have already kind of seen that but i think he just hasn't been playing recently much but um yeah yeah great who do you want to beat this tournament and why um i'm sorry this tournament uh, I'm, yeah, for the big one. That's the context. Oh, okay. Who do you want? Right, I want to be... I can repeat. I want to be... Okay. Ugh. Dog. Who do you want to beat at the big one, and why? I want to beat Kalamazoo. And the reason is because both times I've ever played Kalamazoo, it went game five, and on my second to last stock, I SD'd at less than 25% and lost. <laughs> and I'm so mad about that. Um, I want to beat Magi because we've had really close sets, and also the last time I played her, I SD'd my last stock when it was last hit. <laughs> um, I want to beat Ginger because he's had an insanely dominant record on me. I did beat him the last time we played, but I just want to show that I can do it again. Um, and I want to beat uh, the Falcons, because I've beaten all of them, or in Wizard's case, took him to last hit game five, but I want to secure that I can beat and confirm that I can beat them again. Sorry, I had to mute for a sec. My, my dog. Uh, perfect. Great. What have you been working on most recently in your game? So... What I've been working on most recently is kind of like practicing consistently. Um, I know that's more so out of game, but like practice practicing consistently makes a huge difference. And been working on in game though. Um, it's more so trying to see like watching my opponent more and trying to see new situations. And it's such a hard thing to do because like. How can you see something that you doesn't don't, that you don't know exists yet? Like you don't know about what situation you're looking for. So it's really difficult to improve, and I think that's why people have trouble improving in general because like they don't know what they should be doing. You know. Right. Yeah. For sure. <clears throat> what? Sorry. What aspect of your game do you think is the most underappreciated or not noticed? The aspect of my game that's underappreciated is the fact that I play evasive. And I know a lot of people don't like that I play evasive. There's like, oh, Atlas camping. And 
it's true. I camp sometimes against like Peach and maybe Puff, right? But um, like I tweeted this a, a um few months ago. Like Isaiah always says, um, don't get hit, and everyone thinks that's so cool and, and like sounds like mysterious and majestic. And like then I do that. I apply that, and it was like, oh, I, I hate Eclipse. <laughs> um, and I will say, like for people who don't appreciate like the way I play, like try doing that. It's it's not easy to play evasive and then not corner yourself and get gimped, you know? It, it's it's difficult to do. I hear that, brother. So, in the same vein, what do you consider your biggest strength in the game? Yeah, my biggest strength is that I play to not get hit instead of playing to land a hit. And I think the vast majority of players would be like, how do I hit my opponent? And whereas I see the game as, how do I not get hit by my opponent? Sure. Simple. What are your melee goals for this year? Uh, my goals are <laughs> to make it into Summit. <laughs> um, and I want to put myself more on the map. My goals are to establish myself as... A top 20 player and i want to show that that's not just an online thing so hopefully i'll be able to go to a major top eight it and show people that it's not just an online thing because how personally i don't feel like online is like stopping anyone from on from performing i think online is great so yeah my goals are just to prove myself really great last couple what does it mean to be a great player to be a great player, to be a great player means that you are actively trying to improve. You you want to improve. You care about improvement. And also, I think what's also really important is that you want other people to improve, and you want to see other people get better, and you want people to challenge you. Because if you if you don't want a challenge, like I don't know personally for me, like I don't want it to be easy. You're, you're given such gold right now and record time, by the way. This is so sick. So the final question, you said you were excited for it. If your ego could speak without inhibition, what would it say? Hmm. If I could speak going full ego, I guess, I'd say I'm obviously good. Like, this isn't just an online thing. I'm going to come to majors and I'm going to beat everyone again. <laughs> and then people are, I'm sure people will still say, like, it, it's a fluke at first, but, like, it's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to beat everyone in person, too. And I've been playing this game my whole life. I'm going to gonna prove that it's paid off. Whew. All right. <laughs> that was sick. That was so good. Um, Thank I, you. We do have some more time, so let's let's wrap this up. Let's take another minute, just a breather, um, and talk a little bit about Summit. How's that? Yeah, sounds good. Perfect. <sighs> and we're back. Wannabe's exclusive content now. Oh, baby. Uh, look, Aklo, you are in the final couple of rounds for Summit 11. Um you got some work to do, but I believe in you. I think uh, I think it's definitely possible to get voted in. Where are we right now? What can you tell us about your current position? What's going on? 
So we are in seventh place right now. Um, we're behind. We're directly behind Wizrobe by about five thousand, and that seems like a lot, but it definitely is really doable. Um, we're working on a spirit bomb right now. By the way, if anyone wants to help contribute to that spirit bomb, DM at Athene underscore Art on Twitter. She's my campaign manager. She's helping me, and she'll she'll add you to any any chats or anything that um where we'll discuss, or she'll just talk to you privately. Um, and yeah, guys, I really need you guys to come through. Like, I want to see this through to the end. So many people put their time and money into me. I don't want to give up and opt out and drop out of the the voting process. Like, I want to make people proud and. I feel like dropping out would be the wrong thing to do. So it really is doable, guys. Like, I just need you guys to pull through. And so many of you already have. But, yeah. Ultimately, it's a group group effort. Uh, so incentives. Everyone's talking incentives every season. Um, you know, you don't have to go through every nook and cranny. Give me any and all info you want. But what are some of these things you're uh, you're putting up there as incentives? Yeah, so there's a lot of um, individual incentives, which I actually think are really fun. So some of them are like uh, an Aklo cameo. <laughs> you can get me to say anything you want on Twitter, as long as it's like appropriate, of course. Like if you want to like call out your friend and say like, oh yeah, my friend's like a dumbass. And like, I'll, I'll just say like, oh yeah, this guy's, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> um, if I make it into Summit, uh, I can wear a tag of your choice. I can rep you. Um, for... 120 votes i can give give you two coaching sessions per month so just for one month but like if you if you pay more than that like like 240 votes then maybe i could do two months for two coaching sessions in two like you know what i mean yeah um other things are um you could play a best of five with me with feedback for 70 votes like there's a lot of small things and then the thing is, like, I also have large-scale incentives, but, like, sadly, like, I know this, like, I'm not trying to be rude to anyone, but, like, sadly, I'm the only one doing a campaign. <laughs> like, I'm the only one campaigning that did a campaign. Like, no one else is doing, like, oh, I'll do this for this many votes, and I'll do this for this many votes, or, like, vote, I, I don't know. It's, like, I'm not saying they shouldn't have, that they should have done incentives. It worked for them, so... Like, everyone's, like, they're ahead of me, obviously, right? So, like, good for them, right? But, like, yeah, I do have some other um, large-scale incentives. I did the dog backyard stream, and we actually tried to turn it into a dog Aklo hot tub stream where <laughs> we got into, like, a little pool, and but my dog was too scared to get in it. Um, I entered the local using only Link, the in-person local. I ended up winning that. Um... But yeah, there's other things too. If we get to like 35,000 votes, we might do like a blindfolded food challenge where um, my my brother and my campaign team, Athene and Mar, will um, coordinate like what food I should get. And then my brother will blindfold me and then I'll eat it blindfolded. <laughs> so there's one stuff like that, guys. It's all pinned to my Twitter. Um, it's my twin, I mean, not my twin, my pinned Twitter post. So check definitely check it out. Hell yeah. And when it comes to getting into summit what how would you feel about that experience if you landed a ticket if you were on the way there what would that mean to you it literally like 
be like, yeah, my, my life, like what I've been doing for so much of my life was worth it. And it would really just show me that, like, it would make me feel like I deserved it, you know? And like that I've been doing the right thing by playing Melee for so long. Um, That's probably the biggest feeling I'd, the biggest thought I'd have on my mind. And how do you think it'll help your growth as a competitor? I think it'd be great. I think it'd be, uh, if I got into something, that'd be a huge gateway for me to go to other majors because I talked to my parents about going to Summit and they said, yeah, if you, if you get in, like, um, they will, will let you go and stuff. Obviously, like, I know I'm 20 years old, but like Asian parents, man, like they, they're, you know, it is so well, maybe you don't actually, because you're not Asian. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, Wasabi fills me in. I get the, uh, okay, okay. I get the lowdown. <laughs> yeah but um that's that's my point like it might be uh, it will be a gateway to other majors if i get into summit so it helped me grow a lot as a competitor and obviously like i've said this many times but i can make waves at Summit. i can definitely beat these people yeah <laughs> shit <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here like bro you don't have to tell me that but i'm just a host you're you're, <laughs> you're telling you're telling everyone listening uh, I mean, you got my support, of course, but yeah, I, I want to give you some fuel here, man. I, I want to talk a little bit about, um, some of these top players. So, you know, we talked just before the segment on the big one, who's entering the big one, but the best of the best are going to be at summit. Mm. Who, who do you want to take down? Who's on your hit list? So... I want to take down Moki um, because he. I beat him the first time we ever played, but the next two times he beat me pretty bad. So I want to prove that that wasn't a fluke. I can do it. And the last time I played him, my brother broke it down again. But And I think I there were some big adjustments I can make. Um, other players, I really want to beat Zane. And I know that's not like... That's not an easy goal at all. That would be insanely hard to do. But I want to at least take a game or two off Zane because I want to prove that like Fox can beat Marth. I I do think Marth beats Fox. But, like I don't think it's that bad. All right. Any of the gods? Um. Cool see, enough. I really. Yeah. Um. Hbox, I've already beat before. Um. It'd be cool to beat him again, of course. Mango is, I think, the only top player that I've never played. A plop, plop, I've never played either. But um, I really want to play Mango, and especially with my history of like being bad against Falco and how I think I've kind of overcome that. Like, I really want to put that to the test. Like, how much have I overcome that? I have another question about these top players. First off, dude, I dream set is you versus these top players. I, I can't wait. Um, I know because it'll happen if it's not this tournament tonight like those those sets will happen no worries and can I just say like when I, I remember being like 10 years old and be like I want to play that guy I want to beat that guy I want to you know like it would just be amazing for that to actually happen it, yeah it's it's surreal just seeing someone in you haven't even been to a major which is hilarious uh not even playing them but like seeing one in the wild yeah good point good point <laughs> it's hard not to be starstruck uh so teams are you a teams player remind me 
So me and my brother, Foxy Grandpa, we always enter teams at tournaments, but he actually hates practicing teams at home. He hates teams, but he's actually a god at teams. He's so smart at teams. So we, yeah, we definitely are teams players, but we just don't like grinding. So if you could team with one player entering Summit, who would you want to team with? Hmm. Okay. That's tricky. Let me, can I take a second? Please. Okay, probably probably just IBDW because he's been putting himself out there for me, and I've I've even went to his house within the past few weeks, and I'm I'm really getting to like IBDW. Um, he's a really nice guy, and he seems like a good friend. So, um, if Axe makes it in, that would be sick to do Link Young Link teams. That would be insane. So, <laughs> that's actually. That needs to happen. Fuck, that needs to happen now. Um, but also, I think if you and Cody, I'm, I'm not even memeing when I say this. If you and Cody teamed up at Summit, you would make a really good case for banning Double Fox with that. Just, you wouldn't even need to win. People would watch you guys play and do everything like the way it should be done. And it'd just be like, this is not fair. Like, this is, this is totally busted. I can, I can actually that. see that happening. <laughs> yeah, up tilt galore, but uh, yep. Good old puppy in the background. We're we're wrapping up, man. We're, I just want to hear like dog in the background. Who cares? Final pitch. What do, what do you got? Why should you enter summit? Out of, I'm not trying to disrespect um anyone else running for summit, but I will say I should be in summit because. I've been placing insanely well. I've been playing the game. I've my this isn't if I get into summit, then I'll start playing. Or if I get into summit, it will be a gateway for me to suddenly be good. I'm already doing really well. I've been grinding so hard on top of school for the past like how many years now? And I've shown that I can beat these players already. Like if I get into summit, I'm not gonna place last. I'm gonna do extremely well. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, is there more to say? No, look, I am pulling for you. I hope I can make a splash in, you know, what this, what's, what this campaign can do. But I think you are set up for success regardless of if you get voted in. Uh, I see, I see a bright future very soon. Uh, Man, good luck. You got this. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, it was fun. We're, we were going to do it anyway. So it's a, it was an appropriate time. It's a win-win. We get more out of it than you, frankly. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Um, and I'll see you at the next local, man. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Peace. Peace.